What's going on guys? It is Jonathan Pajak here from Lens Culture Photography. Um, how many of you guys take phone calls from your couples or your clients and you talk about, hey, we're gonna do this and then I'll do this, then I'll send you this. And then a week goes by and you're like, holy crap, I was supposed to send that person that one thing that one time from that one phone call. <laughs> I do that all the time. So I knew to my, I said to myself, you know what, I'm done having a gazillion sticky notes, having a bunch of Excel spreadsheets, and I decided to invest in a client management system, more known as a CRM. So basically in today's episode, guys, we are gonna talk about the benefits of a CRM and the benefits of having a platform where you can keep track of everything from leads to actual booked clients to things way down in the future to your pricing to your taxes to everything. And so that's basically what we're gonna talk about today. Um, but I wanna address the elephant in the room. This audio might sound a little bit different than my last few podcasts. It's because I actually finally moved into my house and I currently have a new office. And it's, oh, well, and it's a completely separate office and room from my, from my house. And it's an awesome feeling to finally have a space that I can set up to be for myself and for my business. And I am gonna sound design this room a little bit, get some sound panels and make it a way more acoustic friendly. Um, but for now, this is just kind of what we're running with. So I apologize if the quality of the audio is not as good as my previous podcast. So yeah, so basically a CRM, what does CRM stand for? It's a client relationship management system. So basically you're going in here and you are putting notes, tips, um, anything that is anything that correlates to every single cu couple client that you speak with, whether they're booked or not booked. Um, there's a bunch of options out there for this nowadays. Um, two or three very popular ones that a lot of wedding creatives will hear is um, HoneyBook. Um, HoneyBook is a very, 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 very popular one for wedding specific people. Um, florists have it, you know, venues have it, photographers, videographers, DJs, a lot of people have HoneyBook um, and it's very versatile. Um, I actually use Tave. Um, I remember that I didn't know about HoneyBook before I started Tave and I actually really like Tave. Now, the main thing is like, yes, would you be the type of person where you wanna try all of them and find the one that you like the most? In a real world situation, that would be awesome. But unfortunately, they take time to set up. These things take effort and time to set up. And basically today I wanna to take you down the path of um, how hard and difficult it is to set up and then kind of what you can expect um, going forward with it and how it can relieve that pressure of trying to remember a thousand things in your head. So let's hop right into it, guys. So basically the first thing is the setup. Um, so a lot of these things have discount codes and coupon codes from like affiliate links. So please make sure if you're gonna use one of these CRMs and purchase these for a year, head to the description of like your favorite photographer or videographer. They're most likely advertising the CRM that, I, that they use. I use Tave so you can hit the show notes in this podcast and, and go through the Tave link that I'll have in there. Um, it'll give you some sort of discount and I definitely get a kickback. I think like I get a free month as well. Um, I think we both get like a free month. I think that's how it works. So basically setting it up um, goes from start to finish. So you're basically incorporating everything um, in there because it's all automated. So you're gonna upload your contracts in there. So they're gonna be e-signed, which do hold up in a court of law. So basically you'll upload all your contracts for any sort of gigs that you offer, whether it be family sessions, 
weddings, you know, newborns, any sort of contract you use that you were sending either via email that they had to print out, sign, and like fax back, or maybe you were doing like Adobe Sign before, it's all gonna be in Tave. So that's pretty simple as copying and pasted. Um, but it, the more difficult things when setting up your CRM is basically setting up like what's called like the workflows. Um, a workflow is basically a series of steps segmented in stages and I'm gonna pull one up right now because I wanna just run down what a, what a good workflow is. And then basically it's a way for yourself to know, this is specifically for your whole client from the lead opportunity to the booked to fulfillment to things you do after it's even completed. So I'm just gonna run through my wedding videography workflow here to give you guys a better understanding about how awesome these CRM pl platforms are. It allows you just to never forget anything. So. Basically, my first stage is the lead stage. This is pre-booking stage. Um, so when a lead comes in, whether it be via, let's say I automatically enter it, um, like let's say I got a DM on Instagram. So the lead comes in, I make a, um, a job sheet for this, for this lead. Um, and the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna request a consult. So this could either be um, an, an outside email address or it could either be a, hopefully a phone call or if I'm lucky, I'll get an in-person meeting, which is where I kind of thrive, I like to believe. Um, so after you, I get that consult, I request the consult, the next step is scheduling it. And then the third step is obviously going to it, the consult, and then following up after it would be the uh, fourth step. And then usually after that, in the example of wedding videography, there's three things that like I wanna always make note of. One, I wanna always send them like a free engagement prep guide one week after we sat down or had a phone call or correspond like heavily in email. This is obviously an audit. This is obviously a way for me to continue the conversation and reach out again and give them some value. And hopefully, they understand that like I care about them and I'm not just some guy that's trying to, you know, make a buck by doing your wedding or something. Um, so after I send out the engagement session, um, the second thing is a week later, I also send out a my preferred vendor list. So maybe they don't want to use me, or maybe they don't know another uh, vendor that they are wanting to use, like uh, flowers or something. So I just send them my preferred vendor list, and it's just the people I have worked with, I love to work with, and hopefully can help out some sort of way. Again, just giving that value. Then after that, let's say they email back and like, okay, like we, we would love to book like this day, this time, this package. Awesome. So the next step in my uh, pre-booking stage is to build a quote. And then once the once I send the quote within the CRM, it'll automatically check off that build quote. And then 30 days after that, which is how long my contracts take to expire, um, it, if I don't receive the signed contract or retainer, it'll automatically send them an email saying, hey, your contract in or your uh, proposal is, is going to expire in five days. These are just ways that mentally I would have had to remember, okay, um, on that piece of paper that I sent over via email, I had the contract expiring on September 3rd, so I need to remember, okay, on September 1st, I need to send them an email that's gonna expire in two days. And a lot of times you're not gonna remember that stuff, and just that one reminder maybe could be the reason they book. So having a CRM that'll automatically send those emails for you is a very, very, very crucial thing. Um, so that's the lead stage. So let's say they sign the contract, they send it back. Now we're in the booked stage. For my wedding couples, I like to be constantly in contact. So every single month leading up to their wedding, no matter how far out they booked, up to 12 months, uh, I send them an email with like a tips and tricks 
or some sort of like request to gather information, whether we're planning the engagement session or, or, or getting the timeline together. That's just what I do. So the first action is 12 months out, I send them the preferred vendor list if I already didn't send them in the lead process. That's automatically done via email. Six months out, I ask them, uh, these are just some examples. Six months out, I ask them about the dress. Um, from a videography standpoint, this is crucial because I wanted to kind of already know where I'm gonna be placing that microphone on the bride. So I wanted her to send me a picture of either her in her dress or just the dress itself. That way I can kind of get a sneak peek at it and save it to my phone and see like on that wedding day. Four months out, I'll send them film tips. So basically like here's a few tips out on how to get the most out of your wedding film or things you should avoid doing or saying and stuff like that that just I won't be using from my end. Um, three months out, I'll send them like a, a bridal room advice. This is more so for the ladies. Um, when you pack eight girls in there with all their makeup bags and somebody doing makeup, like the room can look really, really messy and the photographer and videographer are spending 15, 20 minutes of their time cleaning up a section just to be able to take some videos and photos. So I send them an email just like, hey, remember this, like keep your room clean in one spot, preferably by a window with some natural light. That way the photographer and myself can spend the majority of our time doing what we're actually being paid to do. Um, two months out, I, I send them the uh, timeline detail questionnaire. So basically, in a CRM, you can create questionnaires. And these are the things that takes time um, setting up. It's setting up these automations, setting up these questionnaires that'll just automatically run your business for you to where all you're having to do is respond to emails that had automatically been sent for you. So I don't have to worry about remembering, okay, six months out, I need to send this email or something like that. Okay, guys, let's take a quick break here as we're breaking down the workflow. Basically, Tave is awesome. I would use Tave if you're going to choose which CRM to use. Definitely hit the show notes in the description and go through the link there. You'll get a you'll get your first month for free and I think a discount on your yearly membership. Um, it's an awesome platform. I use it every single day. When I wake up in the morning to see what I have to do, I'm logging straight into Tave, guys. So definitely hop on Tave and use that as your CRM if you're looking for one currently. Let's get back into it. And yeah, so basically those are just some examples of that book stage and how automatic those email settings are and stuff like that. And then I have things that are just internally for me. Like for example, I like to have the timeline confirmed one week prior to the wedding. Nothing stresses me out that like two days before I'm still like talking timeline details with a couple. Like I want that week before for them to just be de-stressed as possible. And I tell them that too, like try to get everything done early. Um, now here in the fulfillment process is my favorite part about a CRM. Definitely my favorite part. The per, the booked part is nice. Having those automated emails is nice. The lead part is cool because you can kind of see where you're at. Like if you had that phone call with that couple and you were like, oh, did what did we talk about? You know, you could take notes in your worksheet and stuff like that. So it's easy to keep yourself accountable on where you are in the lead stage. Like, oh, did I already send them my packages? Oh, okay, yeah, I did. You know, so that's very nice and comfortable. But the fulfillment part, as a, as a solo entrepreneur in my business is what I love the most. So basically, the processing stage is I have it set down to days after the job where I wanna be completing things. For example, I have the first thing after I come back from a wedding, same day is download and backup all the files. So I'm putting it on my editing drive, 
my storage drive and somewhere in the cloud, whether it be Dropbox or something like that. Um, and then seven days after, I organize all the files into my Premiere Pro, which is my editing software. Uh, again, guys, I'm giving you an example for videography, but you can kind of think of the same thing for photography as well. And you can adjust these dates, obviously, as you're building this CRM out. And, you know, during specific times of the, of the year, your work might be, you know, during November, December in Florida, we do six, seven, eight weddings a month here. So having that, um, that those days is kind of unrealistic because you're going to be go working like crazy. Like it's impossible to have a wedding film done in two weeks if you're shooting two every single weekend. Um, so yeah, so basically after the seven days, so after four days, I search for the music for the film. Um, two weeks later, I, I want to be f putting those finishing touches on my wedding film. So that is, this is something I'm, I am going to be implementing soon here. Um, I just cleared my backlog for weddings. So this is a new, I just redid this whole fulfillment process and I, and it had me thinking like why I have not done a podcast on this yet. And then it just has small things too, like that I've put in here. So deliver obviously the film to the clients. Okay. Make sure you're publishing a blog post up to seven days after post a wedding film on YouTube, add the film to your website, request a review from the couple, maybe make some social media content separate so you can use for your postings, just things and small little details that as entrepreneurs and as solo business um, individuals in this wedding industry, you need to be doing consistently to be getting more clients and to just keep that quality up. And this is just one example of one workflow. Everybody customizes their workflows differently. But the amazing thing about a CRM is, is that customization of saying, okay, I want this email to be automatically sent um, if they're having a wedding between November and October and they are getting married in the South. Like you can, you can customize these emails and these events and these jobs so amazingly. Um, I would say that my, one of my other favorite things about Tave has to be the online payment options. Um, as wedding creatives, you need to make it as simple as possible for your couples to book you. As simple as possible. Um, in my personal opinion, I, I do not charge a 3% convenience fee for card purchases, um, even though that is coming out on my end. To me, in my opinion, that's just a cost of business on my end. Um, when I, as a consumer, go onto a website, whether it be you know booking an airline ticket or anything on that nature, and I see when I'm about to place an order that I'm gonna be charged 3%, it, I look at it, I'm like, dude, like, come on, bro. Like, it, it frustrates me. So I can only imagine how a client would feel where, let's say they're booking your largest photography package, which would, let's just pretend it's $3,000. And you take 3% of that, you're adding $90 to that. And, to, and on top of, if you're taxing pre-tax or post-tax, on top of the tax, if you're taxing that as well. So it's just an additional hundred something dollars that the couple mentally didn't anticipate for. They can put a small little bad taste into your mouth. What I do is basically I, I eat the one and a half percent and whenever I do my pricing, I basically just add 1.5% on the back end so that it, um, it basically helps me out half the amount. Um, so that's what is very useful for me is having that online payment option. Um, another really awesome thing is is that is the questionnaires, is the quotes. Um, the questionnaires are amazing. Basically, you build the you build these out as well, and they have a bunch of templates for all of these things, guys. But honestly, 
building it out yourself and having that customized like that personality to it is is the best part about this and they are able to just log in to you know the link that you sent them and fill out these questionnaires all online no paper no printing like no emailing back and forth like you send them a questionnaire they fill in the boxes and then you get a notification they get it back and you could start planning their timeline just based off that and it's amazing um Another amazing thing is the quotes. So the quotes are pretty awesome because I know before when I first started, I was basically had one quote that I would copy and duplicate every time and just update, type in there, the couple's name, their wedding day, the amount of people in attendance, reception location, and it was tedious. But now, as soon as they fill out my form on my website, I get a notification on Tave that I have a new lead. And then, you know, I said, do the whole workflow process. And then I basically just send them a quote. And in that quote is a wedding photography or videography intake form. So it's basically a form that they fill out that automatically takes that information and puts it into their quote. So the couple's name, the venue, the reception, all of that stuff. And it's automatically in there. So I don't have to do any of this. It's saving you so much time, guys. That's the biggest thing here is as a singular person, I know a lot of you are probably running your business by yourself thinking and having to remember all of these small little details and these little stressful mosquito things are going to make your life and your work so much more stressful. So having a CRM that can automate all of this stuff and make it so easy is, is just amazing. And I'd lastly, guys, the last thing I want to point here is just, um, the, the income tracking and the, like the tracking of your actual income is amazing too. I love the fact that I can come in here and say, okay, out of all my booked jobs, which ones are the month of, you know, November to January, I want to have a rough estimate of how much I'm going to make that much that month. And boom, you can see it right then and there rather than pulling up documents in your finder and then adding them in in a calculator. It's just so much easier, less time consuming. And that's my favorite part about it. Um, and this goes for all wedding wedding businesses i mean a florist can have this a dj can have this you know so many of venues all venues have this it's just an amazing way to keep track of everything um so lastly actually this is the last thing guys is the um contact form is the crucial part of tave i don't know how aesthetically pleasing the honeybook is the honeybook contact form is i wish tave's contact form is a little bit more aesthetically pleasing but basically you just integrate that contact form onto your website and then every time a lead gets filled or a couple fills out that contact form on the website, it automatically pops up into your um, your tabe. So it's just all it's just amazing when it comes to the automation, the ease of use, and just the less stressful um, uh, experience when it comes from running your wedding business. So yeah, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope this helped you understand a little bit about more what a CRM actually is. If you're looking for one, I would say right now the most popular ones are Tave and HoneyBook. I'm a Tave user. It took me about four to five days to completely set up from start to finish, and I'm constantly changing it now as I think of things. But if you're looking for one, definitely check out the show notes. I'll have a description in the link to get you some sort of bonus. And I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Head over to the YouTube channel. I'm going to be starting soon a series basically of like a, um, a helpful tip series for wedding couples. It'll be podcast episodes and YouTube videos. So head over to my YouTube channel. It's just Jonathan Pajak and also my Instagram at Lens Culture Photography. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.